All right. Hello, everybody. It's November 28th in the year 2022, and this is Rich Poland. And this is Stacey Ham. And we are here with your usually weekly uh, podcast, the Ticket to Rider podcast, your only uh, weekly podcast about the uh, international competitions in golf. Uh, but we talk about other things as well, Stacey Ham. And uh, we have been, we've been a little bad the last couple of weeks. Uh, we were traveling. We both were traveling. And, uh, yeah, but yeah. we have some, we have some stories to tell from our travels. Uh, we were both traveling and I was just looking through all my notes that I took. I think we missed a lot of tournaments. Uh, I'm looking at the LPGA, Cedar Golf Club. I'm looking at the PGA, uh, all these ladies open, Butterfield Championship. Whoa, have we missed a lot of tournaments, but it's okay. Well, we're just going to give you the latest and the greatest of what's going on in the world of golf. So what we're going to do today is this is kind of now we do generally take a break after the season ends and when the after the PGA season ends when the PGA Tour takes this break they have the Hero uh World Championship and I just saw today that Tiger uh bowed out of his own tournament he has plantar fasciitis. Um, plantar fasciitis. Yeah. So we're going to have that we have the Hero and then we have the PNC which is the father son. Uh, where Tiger, so he's going to play that one. Tiger and Charlie are supposed to play in that one, uh, but okay. then there's there's no tournaments uh, other than the match, um, you know, which is I think it's uh, Tiger and Rory. Is it Tiger and Rory against Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas? Is that the match yeah, this year? Uh, I think so. But there's no there's no PGA Tour events until the Tournament of Champions in in Hawaii the first week of January. So we'll we'll take a break because you know we have holiday commitments as well, but. Uh, we have, we have, before we get into, to, to the golf, uh, Stacy, we had a, we had a great trip. Um, we, we really did. And by the way, people, for all you non, uh, medical folks, plantar fasciitis is up, but something going on with the feet. So tiger, your feet are bad. Yeah. I had, I, I had, I had a, uh, girlfriend once who had plantar fasciitis and, uh, she used to have a tennis ball and she would always, when we'd be at her house, yeah. she'd always be you know, rubbing against a cold tennis ball. That was her treatment for plantar fasciitis. You didn't, you didn't give her a foot massage? Uh, I probably did. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, well, I, I, the, the, the tennis ball probably worked better. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Um, but, oh my God. Yeah, you're right. Our travel, our travel. Whoa. So, Man. so, uh, you travel all the time for work and you've been all over the place, but, uh, we took, you know, Stacy and I, we, you know, every other year we go to the Ryder cup. Um, and then, you know, we try to take a, a trip in the other years as well or two, uh, uh, cause we really are brothers. I mean, you are, you are my brother, Stacy Ham. Uh, so true. and so this year we, and in fact, I, you gotta, you gotta give me the spreadsheet cause I owe you some money, but, but, yeah, yeah, we'll but, uh, you, anyone who listens to this podcast knows that I am a big Washington commanders fan. And Stacy is a son, well, uh, now a Los Angeles Chargers fan. What's weirder yeah. that, that they're now the Los Angeles Chargers or that we're no longer the the, the Redskins? That, those are both weird. Uh, yeah, it, it's both very weird, right? I mean, the Redskins, people don't have a problem with that. A lot of the natives don't have a problem. I have a problem with them being the Los Angeles Chargers. They're always the San Diego Chargers to me. So I'm, I just say San Diego Chargers just to piss people off. 
Yeah. But well, it's, it's very weird. Well, anyway, we uh, we went to the Houston Texans-Washington Commanders game uh, down in Houston, Texas. We met up with our good friend who's been on the pod, Brian Greenleaf, uh, who uh, is working for a stem cell regeneration company that's going to wind up sponsoring this podcast. Uh, yeah. Which it's is, working, by the way. I can feel my stem cells growing right away. You can. Does that mean you're you're going to have a full head of hair by the next time I see you? I'm going to have a full head of hair by the next time you see you. Uh, anyway, uh, we went down to Houston, Texas, had a had a wonderful weekend, had some great meals at Mar- Marmo, an Italian restaurant, and Steak 48. And, that, and the 48. Tex-Mex place we went to is great. We went to the Commander's. Uh, Texans game where the commanders, you know, whoop their behinds. Uh, They're playing well, the commanders. I know they've won six out of seven. They won again yesterday. We're we're now in playoff position, and then and then we went to the uh, Chargers. I uh, sorry, we went to the Rockets Warriors game, and saw game. saw uh, Clay Thompson go crazy in the first half and Steph Curry in the second half. But the the young Rockets players were really good. That Jalen Green, I'm really impressed with him. Man, he's a good player. Jalen Green was really good, and Jabari Smith was really good. Jabari and, Smith is good. But, you know, the Warriors are only, were only 10 and 10. I don't know. The other day, they were only 10 yeah, and 10. Yeah, they're not playing very well. That 10 team. and 10. Um, yeah, but, I mean, I like that Rockets team. They got the kid from uh, the Porter G. What, what's his name? The kid from um, from uh, USC. That kid's uh, Michael good. Porter Jr., yeah. Michael Porter Jr., yeah. He's a good shot. No pun intended. No shit. He's a good shot. He's he's good. He's a, what a good play, what a good team. I mean, I think they're just rebuilding, and I think they're going to be pretty darn good. Well, but but the funniest part of the of the game, we'll tell this uh, the of the trip trip. We'll tell this story. Is uh, so after the game, we went to this basketball. Game. The football game was early, and we, then we had uh, Tex Mex uh, kind of late lunch, early dinner with our friend Brian. And then we went to the basketball game. We didn't want a full dinner after that. We were we were pretty full, and we had to get up early the next morning. So we go to the hotel bar. Uh, we're staying at a, at a really cool hotel in a museum district of Houston called the Zaza, which is kind of like a, you know, it's kind of like a hipster. It's got a, a little hipster vibe to it, doesn't it? It really does, yeah. And does. So, so we go to the bar and we, we sit down, you know, in the two empty seats and and next to us were this these two people that that I don't know about you. I assume they were they were together, but they weren't. They had just they had just met as well. And there was a, a young man who was an Israeli businessman in in cybersecurity. And he was, he was in Houston on business from New York. Uh, and, you know, he was talking about how hard it was to get a girlfriend in New York, which, you know, he's I a, think he was looking for an older woman. I don't know. He was, a, he was a good looking guy and he was obviously a successful guy. So uh, I don't know what his problem was, but anyway, and then there well, was this, it sounds like our friend Susie knows how to find him uh, rich and successful. So then we meet this, this woman, Susie, who's, who's next to him. And she's very, it's kind of an, I would say, an like elegant woman, probably in her mid mid to late sixties. Would you say, Stace? Yeah, very. She's sixty three years old. Susie Bergner is her name. Very, very elegant. Very well dressed, and and we start talking, and just a very friendly person. And to her, she's a local. Uh, she, this is, she says, this is her her Cheers, her neighborhood bar. Great. And she was there to meet a guy, uh, you know, from from L.A., a friend of hers from L.A., who. Uh, I think was actually an actor because I think I recognized him, but, but oh, you know, he was, 
I think so, but I don't know for certain. I, he, well, it might be. It might make sense. She's friends with Morgan. Yeah, you know, so, so, she's so, friends with a friend. So, so, so wait. So, so she tells us we're watching. It was Sunday, which was the first day of the World Cup, and they have highlights on of the of the first match of the World Cup. And she says something along the lines of, "Oh, you know, I I could have gone to the World Cup, but you know, I didn't know if they were going to let me drink." But, and I cussed too much. And I cussed. And I, and I cussed too much. But my best friends there. And they're gonna let him drink. And we're like, all right, you gotta, you gotta tell us a little more. So she says, well, uh, he's going because he's, you know, he promotes some prod- some products that are that are, uh, you know, that are promoting the World Cup. And we're like, come on, you gotta tell us. He goes, well, it's Morgan Freeman. So uh, we're like, okay, yeah, right. I mean, we're in Houston, Texas, in a hotel bar. Nobody's gonna gonna. Yeah, no Morgan Freeman. So then she starts talking to us. Yeah, about- he probably doesn't. He's 80 some years old. I don't think he hangs out with 63 year old girls. He's probably getting a lot younger. He probably can do a, yeah, a lot younger. But but she starts talking about, you know, uh, hanging out with him on the Greece on, on Grecian Island and what that trip was like and how other trips were like. And how'd she say she knew him? Her boyfriend knew his girlfriend. Is that how they knew each other? I, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think that's how they met. Well, anyway, then she says, then she starts talking about Morgan Freeman's 80th birthday party. And she said, you know, that she had an 80th birthday party. He's now 85. The 80th birthday party, uh, Morgan had never had uh, tattoos before. And so she said he decided he wanted to get a tattoo. But he, since there were these four people, and they were four great friends, they were going to get a four-leaf clover. And they each were going to get a leaf of the four-leaf clover. And it was going to be on their butt. Right? And what were yeah. you thinking when she when she's saying this stuff, Stacy? Oh God, I was thinking it's not believable. It's I'm getting attached. It was just a story that I could. I mean, if I didn't know, if I would have met her of a lineup, I was like, oh, that's not real. She's yeah. a no Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I, I would have thought this is this is bogus. So then yeah, she gets bogus. out her phone, and the next thing you know, there's pictures of her and Morgan Freeman, and Morgan Freeman's butt with a with a tattoo. Of a clover on it. Yeah, they're all holding hands in this tattoo parlor, you know, getting their asses tattooed at the same time. And she said, and she says that now, after Morgan Freeman got this tattoo, he's now addicted to ink. In her words, he's a a eighty-five-year-old guy addicted to ink. Oh lord. Oh lord. So anyway, so that was that was our uh, funny story from from uh, from Houston. Other than other than watching the Commanders. Just boat race. And, and by the way, Susie sent me a, a happy Thanksgiving message. She oh, really did, she? did. What a nice woman. She did. I hope you I said something. I should tell her, uh, could, well, I did say something nice to her, and I said I will come meet her so I can send some of her ex-rich uh, husband's money with her. <laughs> 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 what a nice woman, yeah. What a, what a nice woman. That was, that was fun. Nice now, the week before, I was in Florida, and I don't want to go into all the details about Florida, because... Yeah. No. But but I'm on my way. I you know I flew into into Fort Myers and out of Fort Myers. But you know I I spent time in Orlando, and on my way back from Orlando to Fort Myers, Stacy, I got a flat tire. Something flew into the road and my tire blew out. And you know it I was in a truck. I had rented a truck, and and there was no way I was going to figure. I can I can change a freaking tire, but I wasn't going to figure out how to change a tire. You had to stick this thing in there and winch it all around and. Actually, we couldn't get the tire off the wheel, and it, it, I needed help. 
the guy they sent next time just get an SUV. It's easier to change the wheel. Well, next time I next time I'll get a freaking Hyundai Elantra like I normally get. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, better. they send the, you know I call the the one eight hundred number for roadside assistance, and they send a a, a paraplegic, a, a literal paraplegic. He had no function of his lower extremities whatsoever. But you know, God love him. This guy is down on his on his hands, on the ground, uh, changing this tire. It kind of made me feel inadequate to be quite honest with you. But uh, uh, really nice guy. I tipped him well. I was at a Burger King in a place called Davenport, Florida, that was sketchy as hell. Uh, and, uh, you know, but I, I made it back basically just to know my flight was like 545 in the morning out of Fort Myer. And, and, you know, this tire blew at seven o'clock at night, uh, the night before wow. in Orlando. And I just barely made it back onto that, onto that, uh, 545 flight in Fort Myer. So, uh, that was my, that was my, it took you that long to get someone to come out seven yeah, o'clock, 7 PM. Three, four hours. What time did the guy get there? Like eleven, and then I had, you oh. know, and I had another, you know, several hour drive, and I'm on a spare, because they they didn't have any wow. more cars in Orlando, so I had to drive back to Fort Myers on the spare. So I, oh, you know, I wasn't wow. driving fast; I was driving slow. But anyway, that's that that was Florida, and that's why we haven't had a podcast in a couple of weeks. I'm traveling. You're traveling. Uh, yeah. But uh, you had a nice Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Tell, yeah. Tell tell me about your Thanksgiving down with your well, brother. You know, Thanksgiving down my brother's greatest. You know, it's just his wife, uh, my nephew, my nephew Ethan, who's fourteen and about six three and a half, almost six four, and my brother. So my brother makes an amazing dinner. It's kind of like a southern uh, Thanksgiving. He makes it, and we just have such a good time. And I get to see my uh, nephew Ethan play. He's a freshman at Bishop Gorman High School down there, and yeah. he is on the freshman team. He's playing very well. He plays. He, I saw him play a couple games. I saw him play one game, and then I had to leave to go back home for the second. But he, I, in the second game, he was really good. He scored like ten points, ten rebounds, or something. My brother was saying he did. He played very well that night. So it was really fun to see them. So really quiet Thanksgiving. Ate some food. Didn't lose any weight, but it was great. Bishop Gorman is one of those schools, right? One of those schools that that it's one of those schools. Yeah. And there's a two in, in Nevada. There's, from there. there's there's Finley Preps in in Vegas too. That's Finley another Prep. one. They probably yeah, Finley Prep's a good. When, when Bishop Gorman plays Finley Prep, that's probably a big deal. I don't I don't think they ever play. Oh, they don't play. No, because these teams travel. I mean, I saw the Bart the schedule. They have the JV, the ninth ninth grade JV, and the varsity schedule. Those varsity kids are playing all over the place. Maryland, they play they play all over all over the country. Florida, and they don't play Finley Prep because Finley Prep's traveling like crazy as well. Wow. But yeah, but the teams are so, so good and it's a great school and my nephew's doing great. So yeah, I'm really happy for him. Well, I just but had it was a fun time. I had Thanksgiving with my son Sanders and my mom and, and uh, my mom is 81, but she's, you know, she's a James Beard award-winning chef and she cooked a delicious dinner and it was uh, absolutely fantastic. That must have been fun. It must have been really fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm glad you guys all got together. Well, let's see what else. What else before we get to the golf? Have you watched any of the World Cup? Is, are you a soccer? Are you a soccer guy? I, you know, I'm a, I, in high school. In ninth grade, I was on a varsity soccer team, so I loved soccer in high school. I was a good player. I loved it. Uh, I haven't watched any. I, my friend uh, Claudia, one of our good friends, Claudia, she was mad because Messi Argentina beat Mexico the other day. She was mad, but I haven't watched very much. But I want to watch the game tomorrow. When's the U.S. play tomorrow or Tuesday? They play tomorrow. They play Iran. 
Uh, I actually hey, watched. That, that's a big to do. That's a big to do. Their first game was against Wales, and I watched it on the flight uh, coming back from Houston, and that was a oh, that was a tie. Did. And then and then the uh, the game against uh, England, which you know uh, the U.S. tied England, which is amazing. Uh, that was Friday. That was Friday. Yeah, I watched that. I That's watched right. that as well. I don't know that I'm going to be able to watch the game tomorrow though, because I'm a. I'm a well, Iran's a good team. Iran's I mean, Iran's team, good, yeah. and we've made and they're complaining about. They want the Americans to be disqualified because we left something off on their patch and their flag. We left something off of the flag. Did you hear that story? I did hear that story. I don't. I don't yeah, think the U.S. So, is going to get disqualified for that. I don't think they care. Yeah, Iran. It, it, yeah. They're treating people terribly, women terribly. Why would we be disqualified for just not just promoting women's rights? Come well, on. I know, I know there's a lot of protests in Iran right now against the government, you know, against the repression and the, and the religious repression. So uh, I wish yeah. those folks really well. Well, let's talk. It a is little- super sad. Super sad. So- I was listening to some of that Iran stuff. I'll make a quick note. List yeah. some of the Iran stuff. It's super sad how they treat the, the citizens of that country. It's not good. They're good people. We, we both know... Uh, you know, our well, nah, I don't know if he's a friend. Well, anymore. we would know one person is not a good person. No, he's I, Iranian. I have I have another friend, uh, Iranian neurosurgeon Sean Jabrali, who uh, called me when we were in Houston, right? Just, just out of the, out yeah. of the blue, oh. uh, and a very similar story to our friend Kayvon Abteen. You know, you know, these were wealthier people in Iran who had to leave, and I know Kayvon Kayvon's family and and Sean's family both passed through Europe I, and Sean's family went yep. to Switzerland before coming to this country. Yeah. I think um, Tavon was in, uh, where did we go? Vienna. Austria. Yeah. He was in Austria. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, you know, all the best to the Iranian people. They're wonderful people. And, um, they are uh, wonderful people. I don't, I don't know that there's any hope for these protests, but, but yeah, you know, you never yeah. know. Everything has to start with a, with a spark, right? I hope they need to overthrow the government, but I don't know how that's going to be very difficult. It's going to have to be a revolt, right? So, uh, and there's going to have to be a revolution. But you never know. I mean, they had the Arab Spring a couple of years ago where a lot of the, you know, especially the African Arab countries uh, uh, were able to obtain democratic reforms uh, through protests, through peaceful protests. So, well, let's talk a little, let's talk a little golf, uh, Stacey. Uh, what we're going to do is we'll go over uh, some of these tournaments that we have missed. Um, and uh, then... W- I got into an interesting, I saw an interesting Twitter thing today and I'll go over that when we get to it, but we're going to talk about who's the face of golf in various parts of the world. Uh, that'll be kind of our feature today is, is, uh, who's the face of golf. And I'll probably put some polls up, uh, to see, you know, what people think, but, uh, we'll be, we'll be talking about who's the face of golf in Europe and in America and in, uh, Asia and in Australia and in Africa. So, uh, South America. So uh, we'll we'll do that a little bit later on. But first, uh, let's talk about our tournaments. Um, we've had we've had uh, two tournaments on the PGA Tour. Uh, the the uh, road to Dubai ended for the European for the European Tour for the DP World Tour, and then uh, events on the LPGA as well. So uh, where do you want to start? Well, let's start with the, I think we should start with the DP tour. And then I think we should go to the uh, Australian tour. Oh yeah. We have the Australian and, and we'll talk, tour. And too. we got to talk about, we got to talk about Tony Finau's victory. So, uh, 
let's see. You want to start start with the road to Dubai. That's a good idea. Road to Dubai. Yeah, let's start the road to Dubai. So uh, the season-ending event on the DP World Tour is the road to Dubai, kind of like our playoffs. And uh, the winner of the event, who... I would say that John Rahm didn't have a great year this year until the end. And he's won two tournaments in the last month and a half. He won in Spain and then he went and then he won, uh, then he won the DP world tour. He did not win the road to Dubai this year. Uh, That would be Rory McIlroy. But uh, John, what a fantastic year by Rory, right? What a fantastic year by McIlroy in all aspects of golf, every life and golf. Yeah. Yeah, when we talk about when we talk about the the face of golf, uh, you know, you can make an argument that Rory is going to become, if he has not already become, the worldwide face of golf. Uh, but uh, he might be taking over Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods, uh, you know, crown of uh, the the face of golf worldwide. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, he's it's certainly it's certainly kind of looking that way. Um, but on the DP world tour, one second here. Uh, John Rahm wins. Yeah. 25 under. That's a lot. That's a big, oh no, that was a Spain. He won 25 under. One second. John Rahm wins, uh, again, his second, yeah, his second win in, uh, it's taken one in two, like three weeks or something, right? That's right. Yeah. He wins. And... Sorry, trying to, uh, trying to, trying to, trying to get the internet up to the tournament. Okay. Uh, so John Rahm, 20 under par. He beats Terrell Hatton, who kind of charges on Sunday. Uh, good finish by uh, Ty Hatton, finishing tied second with Alex Noren, who's kind of had a, a rejuvenated last couple months of the year. Rory McIlroy uh, shoots 68 on Sunday for a, uh, a solo fourth. Tommy Fleetwood and Matthew Fitzpatrick tied fifth. Rasmus Hoygaard, Adrian Moronk tied seventh. Audrey Arnaus and Jorge Campillo tied ninth so really you know on the dp tour mm-hmm. the cream kind of rose to the top at, at the dp world championship i mean if you look at uh you know of, of the guys who you'd expect to to make the rider cup team uh you know there's there's half your rider cup team right there john rom ty hatton probably alex noren right now Roy mcelroy tommy fleetwood matthew fitzpatrick rasmus hoygaard that's seven guys yeah that's it right there, right? That's seven guys. And then, and then have, we'll have a couple yeah, games yeah. power. Those guys might come in at yeah. the end. Victor Hovland's tied 23rd with Shane Lowry and Guido Migliozzi. Those are guys who are, you know, in prime position for the uh, uh, for the uh, Ryder Cup. Robert McIntyre's tied 34th. Uh, but, you know, that's that's kind of – those are kind of your guys, Right with the with, with, guys, with, I mean, with the live defense with the live defectors, those are kind of your guys. Victor Perez. I mean, had how many good, months? Uh, yeah. yeah, with nine months. Victor how Perez. Many, nine months before. Yeah, yeah. Victor Perez tied twelfth. Uh, 
some of the some of the live guys did play in this event. Uh, Sam Horsfeld played. Adrian Otagoy played. Those are live guys. They finished tied sixteenth. Uh, uh, each of them. I'm trying to see if there's any other live guys in the field who made who made the the their tour championship. Richard Bland tied forty fourth. That's it. I mean, I, I think that, that that's always my favorite, one of my favorite tournaments. And of course, Rory, I love Rory. He shows up. He plays well. The guys played a lot of tournaments this year, tournaments this year, which is impressive, right? Yeah. I don't think Tiger Wood plays as many tournaments as Rory, right? I mean, Rory plays a ton of tournaments. So uh, this week, there were actually two tournaments on the DP World Tour. Uh, they co-sanctioned the Australian PGA, and they also had the Johannesburg Open. Uh, oh, I okay. So the Johannesburg Open was won by an Englishman, Dan Bradbury, twenty-one under par, uh, and uh, he wins over the Finn Sammy Vlamecki, uh, but PGA Tour and Presidents Cup uh, player Christian Bzidenhoit finishes tied third with Daniel Von Tonder. Uh, I'm just looking to see if any of the other prominent South Africans played. Uh, I don't see Louis Eustazen or Charles Schwartzel's name in the tournament, so they no. must must not have played. What's Ryan Fox? What, where's Ryan Fox? He's South African, right? Uh, or no, no, I think I think no, Ryan he, Fox is New Zealand. No, he's from New Zealand. Oh, no wonder. Yeah, no, I don't see. I mean, I don't see yeah. any of the other prominent South Africans playing in this tournament. Yeah, I'm looking. I don't see very many either. Yeah, there's not very many. Play no, none at all. No, there weren't a lot of people playing. A lot of good play top players playing in this tournament either. No, but really. I would say that, that the biggest name in the tournament is Christian Bazinhoit. Yeah, that's it. you think there'd be more people there. you think that Louis Ustazen would play. I mean, that's one place he can play, right? Well, you know, you did have the, the Australian PGA Championship, which, you know, had some names in it. Uh, yeah, obviously, you had Cameron Smith winning by uh, three strokes over Rio Ishiatoni, a uh, Japanese golfer, and Jason Scrivener, a young Australian. Uh, you had Min Woo Lee, another Australian, tied fourth. Greg Chalmers and Cam Davis tied seventh. Uh, Mark Leishman tied 12th. So, obviously, a lot of the live golfers and you know, a, a large percentage of these Australian, of the better Australian players are live golfers. Uh, you had Adam Scott tied 28th. And Wayne Ordensby, another live guy, tied 34th. And so let me ask you this. Min Woo, Min Woo Lee, he was born in Australia. So when he, he can qualify for the President's Cup? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I'm, he, he, maybe that's why he's playing so much. He's playing a lot. And he's been playing well. His war rank is really growing, so I think I think he'll probably be on the on the president's cup next time they have it. I, I, would, I would think so. Uh, both Hoygaard yeah. brothers played, by the way. Rasmus missed the cut, and Nicholas was you know well out of contention. Uh, Ryan oh, Fox, okay. by the way, missed the cut. He's had a great year on the on the tour. Great year. All the right. DP tour. Is that a really so that's that's uh, that's the DP World Tour. Uh, you want to, uh, let's see, you want to talk about the PGA tour? The PGA, yeah, let's talk about, let's talk about Tony Fee now. Let's talk about, I mean, that was the only tournament going on, right? 
Uh, we, we had, had that with the, the with the McGladry run by Adam Svensson and the Houston oh, Open. Right. Uh, Houston Open uh, won by Tony Finau. Uh, Tony, Tony Finau. And then we covered the Butter, uh, Butterfield Bermuda Champ. We covered yeah. that, right? We did that one. Yeah, I remember because we were going to talk to to Bill Davinsky, but he right. went, but he was he uh, didn't answer the phone. We still need to talk to Bill That's Davinsky. Right. That's uh, we really do. Uh, Tony Finau cruises to a win at the Shell uh, Houston Open. Uh, or the Cadence Bank Houston Open. That's right. They had a change of sponsor. So yeah. Tony Finau, 65, 62, 68. And he had like a six-stroke lead going into the final day. Shoots 69 and still wins by four over rookie Tyson Alexander. By five over Ben Taylor. And then Trey Mullinax, Alex Smalley, Alex Noren uh, tied fourth. Adam Hadwin and Aaron Rye tied seventh. And Scotty Scheffler playing, playing uh, you know, down yeah. home. And Steven yep. Yeager. Uh, along with Keith Mitchell, Joseph Branlett, Joel Dahman, and Gary Wood, Gary Woodland, and Justin Rose, tied ninth. I mean, I, I, I'm so impressed with Tony Finau. I mean, he's always one of our favorite guys. He's a good person. He's a fantastic player. I mean, he's a world-class player, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. He's played how I many mean, I, how many straight, how many straight Presidents Cups and Ryder Cups? He his first one was in France, so I think he yeah. was France, and then. And then played in the President's Whistling Cup, Strait. and then yeah. and then um, Whistling Straits, and then President's Cup. So he's been in four in a row. I mean, I have to say he might be the most consistent player on the on the on the U.S. team the last couple of years, right? Last four or five years, don't you think? I don't know. The most consistent player is Ricky Fowler. He gets consistently no good. Consistently missing the cut. <laughs> consistently missing cuts. No, just kidding. Sorry. Yeah, Ricky. Yeah, Rick. But yeah, it's amazing, right? Tony Finau, what a good dude, what a good player. It's, it's, I just love seeing him win. He's just a nice guy, and he goes about it the right way, you know? I love him. Okay, so Tony Finau is uh, is definitely one of our favorites. Uh, uh, the next week, Tony Finau was supposed to play at the McGladry, but he uh, withdrew after winning the Houston, the, Shell, the Cadence Bank Houston Open, as, as guys often do after winning. And uh, so that left the field wide open for the uh, McGladry. Yeah. And the winner. Don't, don't get, Rich, before we get to this McGladry, don't you have, don't you think that Tony Finau has got to be the top American going into the Ryder Cup this year? I mean, the best, the most consistent, the best, one of the best players on the team? Well, I think he's, he's definitely, you know, Tony Finau has has made it so that he is going to be on the team one way or the other, whether he makes it on points or whether, you know, like he did for the President's Cup or or whether he needs a captain's pick as he has, you know, his other times. He's a birdie machine. Uh, and birdie. the thing about Tony Finau, which has improved so much, is his putting. Tony Finau used to be a liability putting, and his putting yep. is much better, much more confident. Much better. I think isn't isn't the th isn't Tony Finau didn't wasn't he on one of the big breaks? He was on the big break. He he yep, he was a big break contestant. He was a big break contestant and his cousin Isn't that amazing? And his cousin is Jabari Parker. That's right, Jabari Parker. Jabari Parker is he in the league or out of I think he's he out of the now? league. He was like the number three overall pick by the Bucks. I don't know. I think it's on a Whole Foods the other night. He's not Jabari Parker at Whole Foods. <laughs> I think he was bagging my groceries up at Whole Foods. He was hanging out with Michael Beasley Jr. Yeah, they're all together. <laughs> uh, so anyway, 
Uh, when Tony Finau went out of the RSM Classic, I almost put put twenty bucks on uh, Sahith Tagala because he he kind of became the biggest name in the field, uh, and they all had kind of a chance to win on Sunday. But Adam Spenson, the Canadian, goes low, shoots 60, 62, 64 on the weekend, and wow. wins oh, by two, by two shots over Englishman Callum Terran, Brian Harmon, and Sahith Tagala. Uh, uh, Tied fifth are uh, were Cole Hammer, the young University of Texas player who made it on the tour by you know uh, through his uh, uh, top position in the college rankings, uh, along with Chris Stroud, veteran Chris Stroud, and veteran Joel Dahman, and Alex Smalley. Uh, and that's your top ten. And there's really not you know that Colin. You know, Colin Terran went to Radford University. You know where Radford is? Oh, my God. Yeah, of course I know where Radford is. It's in yeah. Southwest Virginia. Southwest Virginia. You know, uh, no, no, that's not true. Radford, it must be a small school. Radford's a small school. Yeah, that's the kind of place. That's the kind of place when I went to medical school at UVA, University of Virginia, we'd go there to pick up girls. To pick up girls because they're all cute, rich girls, probably. Cute, cute, rich girls who like doctors. Yeah, yeah. Southern with that little Southern Queen. Yeah. Radford. I go to Radford. I go to Rad. The only thing at Radford is a golf course called the Country Club. I'm sure it's a country club, right? Um so anyway, uh yeah. Uh who else was in this tournament? Uh Patrick Rogers tied tenth. So uh other uh, the tides, the guys who tied tenth, Robbie Shelton, David Lingberth, Eric Barnes, Wyndham Clark, Patrick Rogers. Um but there's not a lot of big name players in in this tournament. Uh, Kevin Kisner. Everyone who's trying to get a win to get into to, you know to qualify for the two year exemption process, pretty much, right? So, so our so our presidents and Ryder Cup uh, guys, Kevin Kisner, Harris English, and Justin Rose, all tied 29th. Uh, let's see oh. anybody else. Uh, Davis Riley, who 29th. we're very high on, tied 46. Hasn't been playing quite as well lately. And let me see if anybody. Michael, how no, Michael Thompson play? Michael Thompson. Harry Hall probably played good. Caleb Pendrith, all those guys have been playing a lot. Taylor Pendrith played well. Yeah, he played well you know, all through last year into the President's Cup. I'm looking to see if any of the Ryder Cup types missed the cut. Aaron Rye missed the cut. Uh, Matthew Wallace, Michael Thompson, Bill Haas, who's played in the President's Cup. Cameron Champ still not playing well. Uh Kevin Chappell's been in the President's Cup, but he has injury issues. Uh, Danny Willett withdrew. Danny Willett missed the cut? No. He withdrew. No. Oh, he withdrew. Okay. But he didn't miss the cut. Yeah. So, so that's, those are our last two tournaments of the year. This week will be the Hero World Challenge, uh, which is a good tournament. I mean, you've got you know, usually about, what, 25, 30 of the best golfers in the world. But it's yeah, an a lot of stars. So, it's an exhibition, yeah. though. I, do, they, they, do they play four rounds at the Hero or just three rounds? I think I think they play four rounds. Is, is Tony Finau going to be in the field? Yeah, I'm sure uh, he's going, right? Let's see. So the Hero World Challenge. Let's let's see who's playing the Hero World Challenge. So Cameron Young, Tom Kim, Billy Horschel, Sanjay M, Kevin Kisner and Sam Burns, Tommy Fleetwood, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Shane Lowry and Corey Connors, Tony Finau, Max Homa, Justin Thomas, Sepp Straka, John Rahm, Xander Schauffele, Jordan Spieth, Scotty Scheffler, Colin Murakawa, and Victor Hovland. That's a hell of a wow. field. That's a star-studded field. 
And Tiger would have played if he didn't have plantar fasciitis. So how many how many people play in this tournament? Thirty. Uh, I mean, that's about twenty. Let me count one, two. Wow, that's amazing! Wow, that's gonna be a good tournament. I can't wait to watch that thing. Yeah, twenty. That's gonna be real. That's gonna be real fun to watch. He should, Tiger couldn't give the exemption to uh, Charlie. <laughs> he should have. He has plantar fasciitis. He should have Charlie hit the hit the woods and the irons, and Tiger can can yeah. chip the putt. Yeah, he could just putt. Yeah, I mean that's that's what he should have done. Chip I'm excited putt. about this tournament. I like those. I like those uh, funny tournaments. This one, and then I like the father son. Father son. Really fun. Father son's fun. The the matches are a little corny. Yeah, they're corny. All right, what are you going to tell us about the uh, the LPGA? Uh not much. We're done with those for the year. Oh, done with the year. All right. No LPGA. We're done for the year, yeah. And yeah, there's one LPGA tournament this week. You know what? Jessica Corder, uh Nellie Corder did win a couple won the tournament a couple weeks ago. That's all I know. We know about that. I have a couple notes, but she won. And then this week I was watching this Caroline Headwald. She was playing against uh another gal from Denmark, I think, and and they were they were I was just watching. They were playing so many holes, they were playing like six holes of uh extra holes and no what I didn't get to the winner, so but otherwise, Nellie Corda had a great year, and Lydia Co had a great year, and I'm just excited about LPGA next year. So we'll get ready to give you some scores from the LPGA. I think they're on a little hiatus. So they're going to be like Rich and me. We're going to be on a little hiatus for a while. So, yeah, well, that's about it. Let's, let's – uh, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the Ryder Cup, uh, uh, Ryder Cup and uh, standing. I didn't do the President's Cup standings because it's kind of pointless, but – I'm going to go to the Ryder Cup standings. So for the U.S., uh, still very early in the year, but the tournaments are going to start to matter. Uh, so, I mean, for instance, the ones that have taken place so far really don't matter very much because Tony Finau just won, and he's actually 35th in the standings right now. So wow. if, if the tournaments really mattered, then he would be much better than 35th. So for the U.S. team, Scotty Scheffler, Will Zalatoris is second, Justin Thomas third, Cameron Young fourth, Dustin Johnson, fifth. Colin Morikawa, sixth. Um, Kevin Kisner, seventh. Keegan Bradley, Xander Shoffle, Patrick Cantlay, Harold Varner still hanging in there in 12th. And uh, um, Brian Harmon, Christopher Kirk, Denny McCarty, Taylor Gooch, Max Homa, Brendan Steele, uh, Jordan Spieth, Tom Hoagie, Gary Woodland. So really, you know... Uh, there's, you know, a lot of changes that are going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's a long time to go. We got nine months, nine months to play, so it's going to be quick uh, in a hurry. It's going to be, it's going to be a long, it's a long road to get to the Ryder Cup. Uh, on the European side, on the basis of European points, John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, Shane Lowry, and Tommy Fleetwood are the top four, and then uh, on the basis of world points, Alex Noren all the way up to fifth, uh, Robert McIntyre sixth. Um, uh, let's see, Seamus Power, seventh, Thomas Dietrich, eighth, uh, Adrian Otagoy, a live golfer, ninth, Rasmus Hoygaard, 10th, Danny Willett, 11th, Matthew Fitzpatrick, 12th, uh, Ty Hatton, 13th, uh, Jordan Smith is actually higher ranked than Jordan Spieth, uh, oh. uh, Guido Migliosi, Victor Hovland, Sepp Straka, Yannick Paul, Colin Schwinken, uh, and then, you know, uh, everybody else. 
So that's where we stand basically at the end of the season. And uh, we'll be able to follow the guys all the way up to the Ryder Cup. And he's I, a, I'm excited. I'm excited too. We have our. We I have need our, to get my ticket for Thursday. If not, get, I'm going to yeah, sit I, around and sleep the whole time. I got tickets. I got my ticket for Thursday, and I got our tickets for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay, I need all to right. get it for Thursday. And we right. got to figure out how we're where we're going. So, so you know, we 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 wind up talking a lot about the live tour. The last time we came, uh, uh, we 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 broadcast the last our last podcast. There were rampant rumors about. Uh, some major golfers who are going to live. Xander Schauffele, Patrick Cantlay, Thomas Peters, Mito Pereira were all rumored to be out the door. Well, as of right now, none of them have signed and Xander Schauffele has denied. Wow. Isn't that amazing? No one has, no one has gone. No. It's amazing. They haven't had any defectors in the last six months last four months right and then there's this thing swirling where people are saying that the live tour is trying to kick greg norman to the curb oh really yeah that they're they're well, because they probably paid him too much yeah and yeah. there's no results no results so uh, wow. I, I saw this i saw this tweet earlier today from a gentleman named matt vincenzi uh pga and matt vincenzi uh has a blue check mark on Twitter, but uh, that we all know that that in the Elon Musk era that might not mean very much. But it, but it said a lot was said of Cam Smith trading legacy for money. That was disproven. He's a hero of his country, beloved beloved as ever, if not more so now. Came home to win in front of the fans. Money wasn't a motivator. Majors are all that matter for his legacy now. He's the face of Australian golf. Majors and all that matter. You can't play any majors. You're on live on the live tour. So I wrote back. I wrote back to uh, Matt Vincenzi, and let me just see. Matt Vincenzi is a, ga a golf writer for the Action Network, whatever that is. Action News Network. This sounds like an Al Sharpton thing. So I wrote back to uh, to Matt Vincenzi. Um, where's my Where's my response? Um, Cam Smith is the best current Australian golfer. Adam Scott, who turned down millions from the oppressive, re repressive, racist Saudi government, is the face of Australian golf unless somehow the liberal democracy has become a right-wing fascist state. Oh. So uh, a, a gentleman whose uh, handle is Stormy Morn, Mornwinds, who is from Perth, Australia, he says to me, fair comment, you're, you're saying this from Portland, Oregon. Both are treasured down here, but I can assure you that Cam is definitely the face of golf here. And I mean, I wound up writing writing back to him, you know, as well. But but you know, not all in all in good spirit. Let's put it this way: all in good spirit. Uh, well, you know, that's not true. Cam Smith, if he would have stayed on the PGA Tour, would have been the face of Australia. But Adam Scott made that man. Well, I mean, I I, I guess I, you know we don't know. We're not in Australia, but. I mean, Australia is a more kind of liberal, you know, liberal democracy than we are. You know, this country is is kind of hopelessly split between the very conservative and the and 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 the liberal. Uh, whereas Australia is pretty pretty uh, pretty liberal, and you would think that they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't uh, appreciate 
you know, kind of the, the, the way the Saudi government runs, but, but I guess maybe, maybe, you know, it's not as big of a deal there as it is here. I, I don't know, but I got to thinking who is the face of golf in every region of the world. And I thought we would, we would, you know, each try to come up with our answers to that. And we can start with Australia. I've already said, I think Adam Scott is the face of Australian golf right now. He's the most recognizable, uh, most marketable, uh, you know, golfer, certainly from, from Australia and one of the most marketable and recognizable golfers in the world. Now it doesn't help that he's, yeah. that he is about as handsome a man as, as you're going to see. He's a great looking dude. Good looking dude with a great swing and a great attitude. Have you ever seen Adam Adam Scott never never, you know, no. has bad He's attitude. A happy guy on the court. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. you know Yeah, I, th I think you might be right. I mean, Greg Norman Greg, takes the Australian golf. Greg Norman's not gonna be doing very many commercials these days. Yeah. I don't think he I don't I think he may have a Rolex, but it's not a free one anymore. Uh, I mean, I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. Those are, I mean, we would say Cam Smith, who was on the PGA Tour, he might be the face because he's a young, good player. But I think you're right. Adam Scott has worn that. I mean, he's the man, Adam Scott, for years now. Yeah. People love him. Good guy. Great swing. But Adam Scott, you're right. You nailed it. And, and, you know, we were talking about, I mean, Tiger Woods is different. Tiger Woods really transcends golf, doesn't he? He's one of the most recognizable athletes in the world. Yeah. I think Tiger Woods is still the voice, the face of worldwide golf. I wouldn't, I, I think when we talk about the U S we'll, you know, we'll leave tiger out of it. I think, I think tiger yeah. is the face of worldwide golf. Nobody's nobody carries more clout. It, you know, just check the ratings. All you have to do is check the ratings, whether it's in yep. the U S or, or England or Australia or, or Japan, put tiger in the tournament. Everyone's watching Tiger's out of the tournament. I... The ratings are, are, are normal golf ratings, tiger in the tournament. Yep. You're, you're not, maybe they're not football ratings, but they're, they're, you know, they're an order of magnitude better. Yeah, I agree. He is the face of the golf worldwide and Rory's the second close behind him. I do. Rory, Rory is, is getting there, but still just because Rory's in a tournament doesn't mean that the world's going to be watching. That's true. You know, that the world's not going to be watching when Rory's in there. They uh, are, they're going to be interested, but they're not going to be, he, they find them interested but they don't, they're not maybe that interested. You know what I'm saying? The world. So who's the, who is the face of American golf other than Tiger Woods right now? Right now. If I had to put my hand up, if I had to like think about this, I would say Justin Thomas is the close one in number. He's probably two behind Tiger. I'd want to, I'd have to say, God, I'd have to say it might be Jordan's face. Or either, uh, I don't think Cantley and 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 those guys are. I don't think that. I think it had to be Jordan or um, Scotty Scheffler. Those might be the guys. I think it's after Justin time, Thomas because Justin Thomas is the only one who actually says anything. You know, yeah. you know, Jordan Spieth. When you when you hear him on an interview, it's like a Tiger interview. It's it's you know yeah. it's coached. Um, Cantley and Xander are wonderful. They don't say anything. Tony Finau doesn't really say anything. Scotty Scheffler, again, very, you know, very, you know, banal, doesn't say much. But yeah. Justin Thomas will speak his mind. The other guy who will speak yeah. his mind is just, you know, if he ever, if he wins a few more tournaments, the guy who will challenge him is Max Homa. Max Homa is a good dude, yeah. and he's he's charismatic. He's not there yet, but he's. Yeah, but he's I think you're right. He's charismatic enough to, you know. 
I, Max Home is one of these guys. If he wants to be, he'll he'll you know he can be on TV one day. Um, now that you say that, Rich, you're right. If you think about the guys that you nailed, that you nailed everyone. If you think about the guys, Justin Thomas is the one. The rest of the guys don't say anything, and then you got Max Homa. You really you really nailed it. Yeah, those might be the face. Those guys are the face of the U.S. golf right now. The U.S. golf. All right. Well, in Europe, I don't think there's any question. Rory has almost transcended. European golf, as we talked about, I certainly for the certainly for the British Isles, Rory by far is is the face of golf, you know, in 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 the in the British Isles. Would you put yeah. John Rahm on that in, on that list? Is John Rahm the face of of European golf at this point, other than Rory? You know, if you take if you take now that now well now that now that uh, you know the UK is out of the European Union for the EU, is is John Rahm the 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 face of EU golf, or is it somebody else? I- I think John Rahm might be the face of EU golf because he, there's nobody else. You look at the rest of those guys, there's nobody else except for John Rahm. There's Rory, then John Rahm, right? I, I think so. Yeah, I, I totally agree. All right, here's one for you. How about how about South how about South America? Who's who's the face of South American golf right now? Wow! 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 Oh man! I I mean. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think Mito Pereira, maybe. I think this is the one place where I would say a live golfer. I, I'd say Joaquin Neiman is the Joaquin face Neiman. of South American golf. Unlike Mito yeah. Pereira, again, very good-looking guy. Um, you know, all, Mito Pereira played well in the PGA, but he's but he's ultimately remembered for choking. Uh, whereas yeah. Joaquin Neiman has has you know won on the twice on the PGA tour, I believe, and. Uh, uh, you know, I, th- I think Joaquin no, no, Neiman. You know, in in South and Central America, those areas have gravitated to live. I mean, the best Mexican golfers, Abraham yep. Answer, uh, and Carlos Ortiz, are live golfers. Uh, you have Joaquin Neiman in in live. I, I, I you know, I don't know who else it's going to be. I don't think Mito Pereira. Johnny Vegas. Johnny Vegas. Johnny Vegas. Uh, I think it's I think it's Mito Pereira. All right. How about I'll give you think- Asia? How about Asia? Oh, Hideki has to be. He's he's the guy. Hideki is the guy in Asia. There's nobody else, right? Uh, I I think you're Hideki. right. I think you're right. Yeah, Hideki's the guy. There's no other player out there, so I like him. How about how about what about Africa? Africa? So I was Africa. thinking about this, Stacy, because all the live guys, you know, South Africa has become live dominant. You know, Louis Louis Oosthuizen is the best South African golfer. He's in live. Charles yep. Schwartzel in live. Um, but none of those guys were really, you know, when was the last time you listened to an interview by Louis Oosthuizen or, or, or Charles Schwartzel? I mean, you, you I know, haven't, they're boring. They're boring too. I, I mean, you had Trevor Immelman who captained, who captained the team, you know, the president's cup team, but and he's on TV, but you know, Trevor Immelman's one of those guys like Danny Willett and Mike Weir and, you know, they're, they want a major, but Gary Woodland, but they're not, they're never stars. So I think it's still Gary Player. I think I think until he dies, it's going to be Gary Player. I mean, Gary Player is a great interview. He's very outspoken, uh, and and you know I, I think Gary Player is still the 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 face of of African golf. I think he's always been. I I, I don't think Ernie Els ever was. I mean, he's just a quiet, quiet, happy go lucky guy. Maybe he was. Maybe well. maybe he was for a while, but he's faded. I mean, uh, maybe Ernie Els yeah. was for a while. Yeah, he was. He was a great player. I mean, that's it. But you're right. Gary Player is the <laughs> Gary Player is the person. He's the man. He is the man. 
And I think Gary Player will live forever. If anyone's ever going to live forever, it's Gary Player. It's Gary Player. What about in, in, if you had to take India out of Asia, what Indian golfer would be the one? Indian golfer. Ooh. I mean, there's only one I can really think of, and he's on live. Yeah, out of Bomb Lahiri. Lahiri. Yeah. Uh, Sh- Sh- Shabankar Sharma. Uh, Arjan Arjan Atwal. Arjan Atwal. What about the new? The what about the young kid who's in America? He's Indian now. He's uh, he's an Indian kid that was in Aaron, America. Aaron Rye. But, Aaron Rye, but uh, oh, Aaron Rye is English, right? Sagith Tagala. Uh, Sagith Tagala. That guy's good. Uh, there's that that Asha Aksha Bahia. The kid that is trained by the same coach that teaches Matthew Wolf, he turned pro at 17. He had a full ride to Wake Forest, but he decided to go pro. He's going to be – he's one of the top 10 in the U.S. up-and-coming golfers. So he might be good. He might be the face of Indian golf, the American Indian golf. All right. Well, that was good. That was good. And, and uh, you know, I, I told I – told, uh, my friend who was arguing with me from Australia to listen to the podcast, hopefully he does. And, you know, he believes Cam Smith is is the face of Australian golf. And, you know, we don't live there. You know, maybe he is. I just, I would just be very surprised if, if the majority of Australians, uh, you know, if the majority of, uh, if the press in Australia hadn't come down on, on the Australian golfers who went to the live tour, uh, just knowing that, you know, they, they're a very liberal country right now, but yeah, you, absolutely. you never know. Yeah. I, you never know. I don't know what these Australian guys are going to take the money, but they have a beautiful country. They're good golfers. Stay on the PGA tour. Well, uh, we will be back with you probably around the first of the year. I would think. Uh, yeah. When when yeah. when the when the uh, tournament of champions heats back up the schedule and and really the points for the Ryder Cup become uh, more vital. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, uh, Stacy, I went I went to see Modest Mouse for like the eighth time uh, the other yeah. day. Uh, really good show, and they it was the 25th anniversary of their first big wow. al- album, which was the Lonesome Crowded West. Wow, and, wow. you know, they I think they had had one album before that, but the Lonesome Crowded West is what really brought them to prominence. And, uh, I, you know, there's well, some great songs on the Lonesome Crowded West, but this is this is uh, um, uh, Polar Opposites, which is not. Uh, Isaac Brock, the lead singer, favorite song, but I think it has the I think it has the best line. Polar Opposites okay. is, is the song that that goes, you know, I'm trying to drink away the part of the day that I cannot sleep away. It's a great line for wow. depression. Uh, wow. So, well, well, before you take us out, yeah, one of those yeah. songs, I want to say uh, happy holidays, everyone. Rich is going to be traveling back to the East Coast. I'm going to be traveling to the East Coast, the West Coast, and all over. Uh, so happy holidays, everyone! And I'll put up Merry some, Christmas. I'll, I'll put up some polls on the, the face of of golf where wherever. Uh, and happy Hanukkah to everyone! Happy. And Dave Chappelle, you can go fuck us. You, you know what? Yeah, I, Dave Dave Chappelle. I, you know, I'm I'm Jewish. Dave Chappelle didn't bother me so much. Kanye bothers me. Kyrie Irving bothers me. Dave Chappelle's funny, you know. And big, Kanye West, you're an idiot. Kanye, yeah, Dave you Chappelle. There's a big difference. Kanye West. Uh, is an idiot. Kyrie Irving, huge idiot. Dave Chappelle, you're funny. You're funny as you know what. He's funny. I hope he comes to concert again. I would go see him. All right. Well, here's Polar Opposites by Modest Mouse. Everybody have a wonderful holiday. Um.